live on Junkhead. Yee. Yee. We've got, what was it, Dill Doffinger on the podcast? Dill Duffinger. That's D-I-L-D-O-F-I-N-G-E-R. What ethnicity is Dill Duffinger? I am... I am I am German. Okay, that and, makes sense. And uh, and Maori. Oh, <laughs> really? Yes. Holy shit! So you've got like a whole uh, smorgasbord there of like genetics. I see. That's yes. kind of cool. So, um, what like what uh, what do you do for your uh, daily life, Dill Doffinger? Nothing. That's so cool. Man, I wish I could do that. That would be so yeah, awesome. It, it's amazing having been born the son of a millionaire. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, Rita. She just hopped on Max's lap. Well, hey, Dildoffinger's yeah. lap. Hey, I'm... I'm. Well, now you've ruined the illusion. Oh, fuck. I'm, I'm not Dildoffinger. Oh, we've got... Max from Cincinnati here. Hi. What's up, everybody? What's, What's up? up? Yeah! So, how you been, man? I've been doing all right. Yeah? I, uh, after, after I saw you, I didn't sleep last, I didn't sleep for like a week. Damn. Yeah, but then I got better. That's impressive, though, that you didn't sleep for a week and didn't yeah. lose your mind. Well, you assume I didn't lose my mind. That's true. That's true. That we there's there's still time to tell. Still time to tell. <laughs> yeah. So are uh, you were telling me about this uh new arcade that you're working at? That sounds pretty cool, man. Well, I'm not working at an arcade. Or well, it's like a full-on entertainment venue it seems like. Yeah. Well, so we're next to an arcade. Oh, which cool. is an arcade. Um, arcade Fire? Uh, yes. Cool. Yes. I like their song. Hang on, let me Google one of their songs so I can find the name for one of their songs. Didn't they write, on, didn't they write Hang On Sloopy? Uh, fuck it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I like that. I like yeah. that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you were saying, sir. Um... Nah, nah, so uh, I've been, since May, I've been working on uh, opening a uh, a media store, oh. selling video games, retro and modern, uh, movies, retro and modern, Ooh. and music, retro and modern, Ooh. and uh, I, don't, I don't know, we might sell something else we have no plans for anything else yet i like but uh yeah game and groove llc coming to oh westwood near you yeah folks be be sure to check that out now are you gonna be like uh like are what's your position that you like are gonna be working for them um uh it's gonna be a lot of things. <laughs> kind of Since like an all-purpose person. It's, it's it's me and you know one other guy, my business partner, uh, and uh, it's just the the two of us trying to figure out. Okay, now we own a business. And, I feel it. And uh, and yeah, 
I feel it, dude. That's so fucking Which cool. It's, it's, it's been a wild process. I've learned so many things about business that I didn't know were things. I'm not going to get into the details of business because they're fucking boring. Um, uh, but, you know, EIN numbers and... Uh, oh, and, dude, the uh, minutia. The, 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 the absolute minutia of the finer details of bullshit that you have to go through to make something happen in this country. It's 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 crazy, man. It it's a it's a wild uh a wild thing cuz my parents like my dad was weird in the sense that like he had like he was uh he usually like manages design teams. Like the what he does yeah. what he does now is he like manages a design team that like they build parts that test the durability of parts on an aircraft engine. Okay. So they do like safety tests, like build safety devices and like testing devices and stuff like that. But then he also owns a small business. And like yeah. my parent, my dad like does like, you know, like the vinyl graphic thing that's kind of became popular in the last like five to 10 years, especially like in like kind of like indie circles and stuff. Sure. Well, just like like the not the, that I run in indie circles or anything. Well, I, in the more like kind of you know like it started to become because with like stickers and bands and oh, stuff. Oh yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. My no, dad was doing that stuff in like the early nineties. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's but he's like it's so funny because his clientele is like semi truck companies and then like race cars. Like people's like race cars that they race at like okay. those local racetracks and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like it's very shout out to racers. Yeah, yeah, for real. So I can hear your exhaust from a mile away. <laughs> Dude, it's what a what an like because you brought up racers and like what a odd culture like car culture <laughs> yeah. that kind of thing like because like I, I can speak for myself and i you know i won't speak for you but i i remember being of an age where like dudes were getting into cars and i just yeah, remember yeah, yeah. being like yeah it's not for me man like dude i get i i i get into cars every day <laughs> i ride uber <laughs> you fucking ride uber um but yeah, like, like, do you okay? Do you, okay? This is a very specific thing. But do you? And it might still be a thing. Yeah. And I might just be an old man that doesn't really recognize. Although I, I do. I, I mean, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Regardless, yeah, <laughs> fucking cami old man over here. Um, but uh, fucking, I know that the Fast and Furious movies are still popular, but I don't see like drift kids as much as I used to. There are. They still that's they're okay. out there, but um, I, I I think specifically there's not like really a culture for it around here. Um, it's kind of scary. You'll to definitely drift on these see that the that kind of shit if you're like 
Yeah, that's the thing. Cincinnati's very hilly. Uh, but it's also like kind of hard to Just build a like culture. Just like drifting around a corner and falling off the edge of a mountain. <laughs> Don't think I haven't tried it. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is such a, like a, just a fucking Honda Civic, <laughs> just fucking rolling. And then just... Yeah, the the fucking Looney Tune sound when it like falls to the ground. Um, but but yeah, no. What what I was saying is like you'll definitely see that kind of culture and stuff like, uh, for sure, like on the coast and stuff like that, like down in uh, like is Florida it big in San Diego? Like uh, yeah, there's some of that stuff in like San Diego and like even down in Tijuana. Um, oh, that'd uh, be cool. Uh, and like the, the you know that shit's going on in LA uh but like yeah like not that I know much about car culture in general other than the fact that I watched Top Gear (laughs) um and that other show they did um oh the one on Amazon Grand Tour yeah yeah um uh, uh let me ask you this do you have more of an appreciation for new cars or older cars? Um, definitely both. Because with new cars, you know they're always pushing technology and stuff like that. Very true. And they've got cars out there now that are doing insane things, like the new line of hybrid uh, fuel and electric cars, like the hyper cars. Yeah, like, it, that's just insane and mind-boggling, and it's like. And, and, and when I see that stuff, I'm like, yeah, the future, baby. Because um, <laughs> uh, that's what the voice inside my brain sounds like, um, uh, you know, in my, my, Do you like the, my lizard brain. Um, uh, but, uh, you know, I, I love classic cars. I'm a big fan of, you know, good old American muscle cars. Yeah. Um, you know, Cobras, GTOs, Mustangs, all those. Um, uh I mean, how can you not be? Uh, true. And, Very true. Uh, you know, who isn't a fan of a dented Corolla? <laughs> That's fair. Now, the, there's a real, like a like a, a beat-up Honda Civic has got like, a, or like an old-school kind of rusty Toyota truck from the 90s. Yeah. There you go. That's what I'm talking there about. There you go. Like some of the stickers are off, so it just says nuclear baby. Yeah. Oh, dude. And some of the stickers are peeling off the back, so it just says toy. Yeah. That shit rules, dude. Yeah. Or Oda. (laughs) (laughs) I left some space in there. No, I, uh, I, I, I'm the same way. I definitely like, uh, you know, the classic cars with like a Nova or like a Shelby Mustang. You can't go wrong with that. I, yeah. But I, you know, I definitely enjoy the modern cars. You know, I'll even say like, I, I can't say that I'm personally a fan of him, but the Tesla is pretty cool. Like, yeah, they do interesting things. They're funny cars. Have you heard about his bricks? <laughs> no. So this is fucking ridiculous, but like apparently he's been developing some like like massive tunneling machine that can like drill tunnels under underground. You mean my dick? Pro- 
approximate yeah yeah see what i did there i do i do and i like it um but he's like he's it's called like i i can't remember what it's called but it's basically like some device where he's just like he's trying to perfect this thing where it like digs tunnels at like an alarmingly quick rate and he had like all on all these like test sites he had all this like excess yeah. dirt from like the the I think they're called boring machines, I think is their technical name. Yeah. I know there's a huge joke there, audience, about calling it a boring machine. I'm not going to fucking make it. You can make it in your head. But anybody who's making that joke, the fuck do you know about a tungsten carbide drill? Yeah, you fucking cunts. Anyways, he had all this excess dirt, so he was like, I'm going to take this dirt and I'm going to turn the dirt into bricks. So he like solidified the dirt and they look like like bricks like the way a brick yeah. would but it's made out of this like dirt and wait a minute you say this assuming that i know what bricks look like well that's fair so like i'll like i can pull one up it's kind of square there's a there's a couple different styles you can get like the gray bricks or like the kind of brownie red bricks that go on go in houses and buildings and stuff okay yeah so he he's got that and, like, what he wants to do is he wants to create, like, the cheapest brick material on the planet for, like, building materials. And everybody was just basically like, this is fucking stupid. You're dumb. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Popular Mechanics did a test. It's stronger than every other brick. Really? Yeah. Like four times stronger than every other brick. Damn. My man fucked around and created a whole new entirely cost effective builder brick. Yeah. Damn. Out of just dirt and and like I guess there's like a composite material in there that's supposedly Here we super are, cheap. Like, you know, in twenty twenty and and motherfuckers are revolutionizing Bricks, <laughs> yeah. Which have, 2010s is about the iPhone. Which about have bricks been now. the same since what the goddamn Renaissance? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like we really like. There are certain things in our culture that we really haven't fucked with, as far as technologically speaking, in ages. Bricks being one of them. Okay, now let's get to the bottom of this. What are some old school like things that have just been around forever that have been the same forever that no one's ever tried to change? Look, I know it's an obvious answer, and I know it's not an easy problem to solve, but roads, roads, like like the way, especially like here in Cincinnati with our roads and having mm-hmm. to like go through the hills and stuff because they had to like they originally built the roads when the horses with the wagons yeah. were there. And now we're with cars, like, um, can we stop with the winding roads? So, like, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, here you can't. But yeah, um, yeah. Because uh, just. You'd have Cincinnati, to, like, take out whole neighborhoods to be able to straight. All curves. Yeah. Um, well, and, like, I was thinking about it driving around the other day. You would have to, like, take out whole neighborhoods to straighten out roads. Like, oh, yeah. Like, it would be. Like like the road that goes down the hill into Northside, if you like straighten that thing out, it would just like take out that retirement home and like <laughs> like shit. No, not t- twin tower. twin towers. <laughs> yeah, would so be another casualty. Another casualty of twin tower. <laughs> not to tell people where I live, but there is in fact a retirement home by my house called freaking Twin Towers. 
Now think about that. A retirement home. What happens in retirement homes? People die. <laughs> People die in the People twin, die, die in the, the twin, twin towers, towers regularly. Um Bro. I, I, I and I see I see you know ambulances coming out of that place every day when I drive past. Bro, I swear to fucking god, I used to work at the La Rosa's and North College I remember Hill. That. Yeah, yeah. That that La Rosa's smells like piss. It's bad. It's bad. There's a reason why I'm not there anymore. Um fucking uh this I went there on 9/11. I worked 9/11 and they yeah. ordered a pizza and I shit you not. I walked in and it was like the front counter lady that ordered the pizza, not like a resident. It was a front counter lady. And I was like, hey, here's, you know, your pizza. Here's your total. Sign this. And she's like, okay, cool. Yeah. 9-11. Day that'll live in infamy around here. That's for sure. And I was just like, <laughs> what? Did this bitch just do a fucking 9-11 joke right here? Hold on. I need to catch my breath. I don't even Hell know yeah. what to do. Hey, hey, get on her. <laughs> I know. Like, it's so cool. You know, as as one of the 18,000 people who died in 9-11, you know, <laughs> props to her. Props to her. Dude, um, <laughs> I, I don't want to do... I, I'll make this short and sweet, but it all does remind me of that, like... It was like mid two thousands David Cross bit where he was talking about nine eleven and it is real simple. He was just like, "Do you think the people at New York, New York, in Las Vegas, felt it harder that day?" <laughs> and it was, and it just, it makes me think of that situation so much. Like just looking, just like walking around the casino, like, oh yeah. Fuck. <laughs> True. Man, Vegas is weird. Shout out to uh, the Grape Street Lounge uh, where a friend of a friend of a friend works at. And every day she gets to serve OJ Simpson lunch cuz he goes in every day and gets he orders like food and just gets fucking wasted yes. <laughs> shout out to the grape street lounge <laughs> shout out to the cabbie that i had there no it wasn't a cabbie it was a lift driver um uh that i had in vegas uh uh when I, uh, uh, cause I had just bought weed cause it's legal there, of course. Um, uh, and I accidentally dropped my weed everywhere and he just goes, oh, you got that good shit. <laughs> <laughs> See that that's a pleasant lift experience. Um, I, I actually, uh, speaking of that, I uh, I recently took an Uber and I completely forgot because of obvious reasons, you know, that we've discussed on the podcast. But uh, um, I haven't really gotten to use Ubers that much, and I had to use one recently. And like, I totally forgot that you can set quiet mode on Ubers. Do you know about quiet mode? No. 
It's a dick move, dude. It is a dick move. Quiet mode is basically like it's you telling the driver, I don't want to talk to you and shut your fucking radio off. And oh, if, yes. Yeah. And if they don't do it, you have like every right to like give them like bad reviews and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I shit you not, I got this Trumpian Uber driver, and in the middle of him, in the middle of him ranting about how Biden this and Antifa that, I just hit the quiet mode button, and it notified him on his cell phone, which is like on the little thing that they put next to their dashboard, and he's just like, and then another thing about fucking Biden... And just drove in silence and anger for like 10 minutes. Just 10 minutes of pure fucking anger, seething. He's mad. He's going to go home and like tell his wife about some liberal cunt in the car that made him shut his mouth. Like, oh my God. So, um, last year, um, I guess, you know, must have been like April, some sh- I, I don't, I don't remember. Yeah. Um, I could. I'm actually probably totally completely wrong about that. But um, uh, my roommate and I went uh, uh, to uh, uh, quote unquote prom at uh, the Hub in OTR. First, shout out to the Hub, uh, best bar in all of Cincinnati. Uh, great people there, um, dude. Okay, time out. Time out. Time out. Time out. Time out. We will get to. I know the. I know the problem that you're talking about. Um, you were there, weren't you? I think I might have been there, but um, I. Uh, I want to talk about my beef with Lindsay. Oh <laughs> the, no, the owner of the. <laughs> so here's what happened. Okay, I've only been to the pub. Uh, excuse me, the hub, like a handful the of times. The hoob. The yeah, a handful Shout out of to, times. Uh. Uh, Dutch actor, uh, uh, Hoopstapel, star of Amsterdam. Yeah, yeah. So here, here's the scoop. Okay, I've only been to the hub like maybe five or six times. Yeah. Um, and one night, um, it was like when they were having a show. They were pretty decently packed in there. Um, to be honest, just got a little bit too drunk. And I, like, went to, like, find the, like, restroom, and, like, the fucking doors were locked. So I went to, like, that left door in, like, the back there, which I guess is the no-no door. Yeah. Because, like, I went at, I went into that door, and then I opened another door, and I'm outside. I'm just like, wait, how the fuck did I get here? Yeah. And, like, I'm, like, I'm not even going to lie. I'm looking to do what happens sometimes when you have a few too many pints. I'm going to fucking throw up like a fucking man and fucking wipe my shit and have a water and this shit will be good. Ain't no thing. You'd be a professional about it. Ain't no fucking thing. Yeah. So I, but that was going to go in the toilet. So I just vomit all over like this back area like in that section there yeah and like she comes over immediately and she's like what the fuck are you doing 
And I'm like, I don't know. I'm trying to find the bathroom. Obviously, I'm drunk. And she's like, get the fuck out of my fucking bar. I hate it when you motherfuckers come over here and do this shit. And I'm just like, yo, like, I'm sorry that this shit happened, but, like, you own a fucking bar. Don't act like this shit has never happened to you before. And she just, like, you better... And, like, I was there with, like, a couple of people who were with my job over at Goodfellas. Um, and she's like, I'm going to go tell your fucking manager all this shit. And I'm just like, so you're going to try to get me fired from my job because I threw up at your bar. Okay. And from, like, that point out, Every time that I saw her, I would just, like, we would just, like, death stare each other. (laughs) And, like, to this day, like, I, like, I don't have beef with them because, like, it would be petty to have beef. But it is, like, a certain point of just, like, you didn't really have to be that level of a dick about it. Yeah. Like I've I've come into your bar numer like times before, paid my fucking tab, paid you know, tipped the bartender, never been a fucking issue. You don't have to and like it wouldn't have been a big deal if she saw me at a later point and was like, Hey, I kinda took it too far there. Like I'm not happy about what you did, but I shouldn't have like came at you in that capacity it was disrespectful then i'd have been like hey you know what people fuck up it's all good is Mm -hmm. what it is homie but every time she would just like look down on me which is great to get looked down upon from a fucking communist that's my favorite thing in the world is to get looked down from a, a communist which it's like way to take like shit that like uber capitalist people do and just apply it to something that's not supposed to be about the fucking thing um but it was just like after that it was just kind of like i'm not fuck with i i don't really fuck with you now with that being said i will totally agree with you one of the best bars in cincinnati oh yeah uh an excellent place to see a fucking live show you're mm-hmm. right in the fucking action and the sound because everybody goes outside to smoke because everybody there smokes yeah um the sound out in front of the hub is like amazing like when you're just standing outside and there's a show oh the my sound God. is like better outside than it is inside and that's the funniest thing to me, and it always will be. But anyway, so we're down there for, you know, hub prom. Yeah. And, uh, blah, 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 blah. Um, uh, we're, we're, we're going down there. So we're like, oh, we're both gonna get just like shit faced. And I don't usually get drunk. Usually I'll go out and I'll have, you know, Two, maybe three drinks. Um, that see that that's that's the lane, bro. That's where yeah. that's where I try to stay. Two drink Cameron all night long. Yeah. Continue. Um, uh, but this was a night where I'm like, it's a big show, it's a big time. All my friends are going to be there. Um, I'm going to get drunk because uh, normally I drive everywhere. Yeah. Um, uh, so we 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 get a lift. Uh, 
down to the hub. Uh, and so we hail the lift, um, if that's the proper term. Uh, <laughs> and it says in the app, uh, uh, you're... Uh, your driver is deaf. Uh, and, you know, understand that, blah, blah, blah. Because, you know, that happens. Uh, and we're like, well, okay. So we get, so we're like kind of prepared for it. I've looked over a little sign language like, uh, you know, thank you, hello, blah, 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 all that good stuff. You know, just a few quick things to say. Uh, and, uh, we get in the car, and this lady is the chattiest goddamn Kathy. She is in in no way remotely deaf. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure she was bumping Big Willie style when we got in there. Um, uh, just like, she was awesome, but like totally not deaf. So we, uh, we, uh, we get down to the hub and you know we drink and everything we have a great time uh it was my first experience hearing fallout boys music and it was being played by a band um uh, that wasn't fallout boy um, uh, uh, and uh, this ain't a thingy it's a goddamn arms race i think i don't know i, I have no idea yeah i can't name a single fallout boy song but i the only thing i know about fallout boy is um uh is that uh the great marky ramon thinks that they're nice boys um <laughs> that's to, that is to directly of, quote him uh that's kind of adorable i yeah. have to say <laughs> um shout out to marky ramon uh marky love ramon. you love your past to sass um uh marky ramon marky ramon marky ramon <laughs> what a and what a cool fucking dude. Love Marky. I've Real him, ass I've, dude of the week. I've met him, you know, once or twice, and you know, yeah, w- w- what a goddamn marvel of human existence. For real, <laughs> for real. Uh, but anyway, so we get we were down at the hub. You know, we drink and everything. We're drunk. It's late. We're drunk and tired, and we got to go home. So. We get another lift to go back. We get in. And, you know, I'm drunk. But not, like, horrendously so. Like, you know, I am I am still composed. It's just, like, a little bit wobbly. You know, yeah, if yeah. Anything. Um... Uh, you know, I've had enough in me where I'm like, I don't feel safe driving at all. Um, but like, other than that, you know, put together. For sure. My roommate, shit-faced. Just shit-faced, you know. <laughs> so we get into this car. He gets in the front seat. I get in the back seat. It becomes instantly apparent to me that this driver though we were not warned by the app is in fact completely deaf (laughs) um shit uh it is not at all apparent to my roommate (laughs) who is sitting up front next to him as he keeps trying to say hey 
can I put on some music? Can I can I change the radio? Can I put something on and like starts messing messing with his shit? And the guy's like, you know, I if you can't tell, I'm making arm motions because yeah, he's trying speak. to like knock like, the no stop. What the fuck are you doing? Stop messing with my car. Um, uh, and and I'm back there like, but buddy, bro, stop it. Don't mess with his shit. Just let him do what he's trying to do. And so like. I'm, uh, I'm trying to get my incredibly drunk roommate to stop messing with this poor deaf Lyft driver's car, and at the same time, trying to communicate in a language that I do not know through a rearview mirror (laughs) with the driver, you know... <laughs> saying oh my god i'm so sorry he is super drunk he's not normally this abrasive i apologize from the bottom of my heart for my friend <laughs> you know and <laughs> and klaus throughout the entire 20 minute ride home keeps trying to put the radio on and the guy notices that he's fidgeting with the shit and he's like no and like keeps and then when he does it uh like when it when klaus will like turn it off like i'm sorry he the driver then kept putting it back on and cranking it all the way up (laughs) And, and and the whole time like he he keeps peeking into the uh uh, into the mirror and like signing to me this motherfucker sitting next to me is fucking crazy he is a dumbass <laughs> and a threat to society <laughs> and, and and so like I'm laughing and crying and just like joking with the guy but like straight up shout out to that uber driver I do not remember your name but I know I tipped you like 50% of the ride <laughs> Uh, like the fucking realist um, for real. What a, what a, what a solid dude right there to, to not like get mad or anything or well, to not get kick kick you out or something like that. Yeah. What a fucking, that's amazing, dude. I dude. Okay. So uh, you were talking about the first lady who had like a big Willie style playing when you got into the car. Um, it's, it reminds me of like great music that I've heard when I've gotten into like Ubers or Lyfts. Yeah. And my favorite one was, I mean, I've, I've heard some like obvious dumb shit where it's been like, like, like the Jordan Peterson, a Jordan Peterson episode of Joe Rogan or like the Ben Shapiro show. And that's, that's obvious. It's bad, but it's obvious. Yeah. Same. The. Some of my favorites have been ones that, like, were just so random. Like, I remember I took an Uber once, and this guy was playing, um, he he was driving kind of fast. And honestly, I rated him, like, pretty low. And, like, he was driving super fast, and he had all of these, 
like a mix playing. It wasn't like the radio. It was a mix of his playing that I would imagine would be like Jock Jams 1 from like 2003. Oh, yeah. So like it's like Down With The Sickness by Disturbed and Uh. then like Headstrong by Trapped and then like Last Resort by Papa Roach, Freak on a Leash, Corn. And I will never forget like the opening like chords or well chords quote unquote of fucking uh freak on a leash oh yeah that like like that kind of shit's going and he just yeah. is like driving the car and he just kind of like looks over the shoulder and he's like yeah they don't fucking make music like this anymore do they pal and i'm like oh <laughs> <laughs> just blow my face off in the car like but the yes this- they do <laughs> and they play two crowds of at your local sports bar <laughs> dude if you if you want a great youtube search look up trapped live shows 2020 and just watch them play like like baja rallies in california for like yeah, six yeah. people <laughs> like, speaking like... of trapped shout out to david ryan kevorkian biggest piece of shit in the tri-state area Who, who's that uh, so he's like a local show promoter. He used to like do all the shows at like uh, Mad Frog and uh, like a bunch of other places. He did stuff like down at like Madison and stuff like that. But okay. he was mostly like metal and shit. But like he, there is a Facebook page Cincinnati against Kevorkian because like he's is notorious. his actual last name Kevorkian? Yeah, that's terrifying. Because he is like n- notably like. The biggest piece of shit in history. Like, he promises bands, like, all this shit and gives them, like, less than nothing. Um, and, like, Jesus. he's just, like, n- notoriously, like, the worst, but, like, he's friends with, like, Trapped and all that shit. Oh. And so, like, this group is, like, always making fun of him and Trapped. And it's just a. It, it, I, it, I, it's. I don't like to necessarily shit on people, but I I love seeing, you know, thousands of people, you know, from all different, you know, genres of music and, and uh, you know, clicks and pods and everything coming together to shit on this one motherfucker who just deserves it. Well, it's and it's so heartwarming, especially if he, he's like still a hardcore trapped guy as of late, because like, yeah. especially with their like recent foray into like beefing with every person that's anti Trump on Twitter, like, mm-hmm. like my man's is like coming out. I mean, first off, I got to make this comment. How creepy is it that this dude's last name is Kevorkian with Dr. Jack Kevorkian? I mean, do we, I mean, that's, that's, I don't want to be that guy. I don't even know if he's related to him or not, but that right there just red flag alarms real quickly. Um, but two, like. Dr. Kevorkian did nothing wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you know, honestly, I actually, I, I do. I do agree with you on that. Um, uh, I mean, I, I do. I, I think I think of more of it more in the sense that like 
the guy, a guy named Kevorkian is like a show promoter for bands. So does that like like my joke would be? I mean, it's a pretty common last name. I think I've heard it in several places. It, what is it? It sounds like like super like specifically like German or Eastern European. It's definitely something from over there. Yeah, it's well, I could see I could see it being like their like care or something like that, or you know, like. But um, but two, um, no, like. To be, like, a trapped guy in 2020 and just to be of that, like, world where you're just, like, thinking that is, like, still... Because, like, in, a, in another... Like, in comparison to this dude... Yeah. What you're talking about is most of the males that I went to high school with in my small town. Well, as a trapped guy in 2020... <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> But yeah, no, like, I was like the one, you know, person, you know, there were a couple of kids, but like the one kid in my high school, you know, in in my class in particular, that was just like really into alternative music and like, you know, indie and punk and, uh, like jazz and world shit like, like yeah. just like the the weirder stuff the the off the wall stuff um but like i'm like really happy to say that i don't think there was a single kid in my class who was like even aware of trapped see you're oh my god i that is like one thing that like granted i, I went to a small private school and like yeah no, for sure, for sure. And 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 I will fully cop to you on the pod on the record that like I am so envious and jealous of like A that you were in like that type of environment, but like B people in general that like A went to like cooler high schools or B had like cooler parents. Because like yeah. everything you've told me about like your parents they they seem very cool and like they seem to have like you know like they like rock music and are into like some stuff or like seem mildly aware they're on the board for the it's it's they're in this weird space where they're like two of the biggest squares I've ever met but like also like are open to cool shit and like support cool shit yeah it's like they don't know they're not cool necessarily but like they 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 jive with it more than anything i feel and, it. and that's kind of what opened my eyes to this sort of stuff i feel it i you feel know. it see the difference between me and you is like i feel like when you were a kid you would have you know because i i we've talked uh you know off the pod you know just about like you know that we were really into a lot of the same stuff in like high school and things like that it was like yeah, the dead like milkman you well porn the dead milkman etc yeah, yeah. Uh, well the dead milkman wasn't cuz of my parents or anything no i know i know your story it was that guy in uh it was like my one of your teacher yeah yeah um but like shout out to jason kanar greatest dude well here here's the difference like i the difference between like and like where I I totally see where you're coming from where you talked about your parents is like I was into those things too and I would like show them to my parents and they would yeah. be like 
this is fucking stupid. Why are you why are you watching this? Why would you do this? Yeah. Whereas like I feel like with your parents, even if they didn't like it, they would just be like, Oh, you found a cool thing. That's kinda cool. Look at you. Yeah. Uh, well, sometimes. My dad's not always like that, but my mom like I've gotten her like we've been when I go over there every week, you know, for dinner, it's like we watch Taskmaster, you know. Oh, okay. And stuff like that. And like I've opened her up to like cool things like that. I'm actually trying uh to get her into uh the thick of it. Oh shit. Um, wow. Uh, uh I cuz like uh I was helping uh uh I was helping her set up uh the they they had to get a new remote for their uh fire stick. Um uh so I was helping set that up and uh i uh i i i tested the voice search on it mm-hmm. uh with an anime and the anime came up but right next to it was in the loop for some reason and i was like oh mom do you know about this this movie's awesome and there's a whole tv show uh based around it and everything too uh check it out dude i I heard like an amazing quote to describe the thick of it and I've never heard it like put together or put this way and like yeah it's it just so smart it was on uh, Chapo Trap House cuz they're like they're not yeah. big fans of Armando Iannucci cuz he's like and to be honest I'm not really either because he's like I'm left wing and he's kind of bleeding heart lib and like there's like a point yeah. where it's just like eh, I don't know. But like I do believe the man's heart is in the right place and nobody can deny the fact that he writes amazing comics. Oh yeah, no, he's a terrific writer. Hell yeah. Have you seen Death of Stalin by the way? No, it's on my list, but it's on uh oh, it's on Netflix now and so it's like it's, dude, it's right up there on my list. Dude, you got to watch it just so you can watch Michael Palin fucking shit on people. At a le- yes. like he comes in and goes hard as fuck, and dude. that's what I want. It, dude, he, like, it is. I mean, it's. I mean, Steve Buscemi is awesome as well. I mean, there's a lot of great people in it, but like, it just it really like watching the film. You, it really solidifies the fact that like, oh yeah, like Palin was by far the most talented Python. Like, as far as, like, all-around talented, he can act, he can fucking, like, do comedy, he can... His performance in uh, Fish Called Wanda is an all-timer. Yeah, he's he's fucking phenomenal. And he he does so good in The Death mm-hmm. of Stalin. But they were talking about Tra- Chapo Trahouse, and, like, they were, like... One of the things that people do is that people say that the thick of it is about politics... Mm-hmm. But it's really not. No. It's about the office politics of politics. Yes. And that's what makes it so beautiful. Like, you can watch In the Loop or The Thick of It, you know, no matter what your political stance is, and recognize the fact that. You know, and appreciate it for the fact that it is just a display of morons. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, with great swearing. Gr- oh, tr- tremendous swearing. That part where they like break the fourth wall and it's like, it's like it's bloody oh, good swearing, that's, mate. That's, that's good swearing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, just about the hardest I've ever laughed watching a TV show. Listeners, if you haven't watched uh, The Thick of It, watch The Thick of It. Watch In the Loop and then watch The Thick of It and just be happy. Um, real. Uh, shout out to Malcolm Tucker, the god. Yes, shout out to Peter Capaldi all day. You um, clueless egg face cunt! <laughs> you're u- he, his first line in the series is, You're useless. useless. You're as useless as a marzipan dildo. And if that's not good right there, like, it just gets better from there. Dude, his line, is, like, his one of his first lines in, in the loop is he goes, Oh, he's so dense that light can bend around him. <laughs> it's 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 just a constant stream of one-liners and swearing, just beautiful swearing um, that I can't really describe that well. You just have to watch it. Um, uh, uh, I, it's, uh, it's fucking it's, Adam turns to the annoying. Uh, office secretary and he's just like the fact that you remain unmurdered leaves me completely unbaffled (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's uh man the writing in it is just so good the way i would describe it to people is it's uh the office but set around british politicians uh because you know it's very much filmed in that sort of manner um uh but like it's it's way more hardballed, and and it does the thing because like in in With the office the, you don't really get any of you don't, you don't get too much of them doing like the actual like work and like the negro yeah they're they're a paper business you know they're a sales company um and everything uh and, and, and it's to what you said and uh that uh but similarly in in the thick of it like you see them doing their dro- jobs and like trying to do their jobs. But, like, politics isn't discussed in it almost at all. Yeah. And, and that's the beauty of it. It's just watching people fuck up and be morons. And it's great. <laughs> oh, it, it's, it's a beautiful, beautiful show. And, well, and, and I will say, like... The office vibe, and then, like, because Armando Iannucci's talked about it, like, he gives a big head nod to the Larry Sanders program. Yeah. Um, because, like, uh, just some of the way that, it, like, the show's built, you can tell that it's, like, really inspired by that. But, I, I yeah, listeners, I mean, it is, I don't want to nerd out on the pod, but it really is, like, one of the greatest television shows that has ever existed. Yeah. Um, all right, my man. Uh, I, I think we can probably call it like right there. We're trying to do shorter episodes, anyways. Is there anything you wanted to plug before we get off? Um, yeah. Your dick in my butt. I mean, yeah, but that's hell not what I was yeah. Say. Um. Uh. First of all, I'd uh, I'd like to plug uh, pasta. Pasta's good. It's really good. Um, uh, and I'd also like to plug uh, pizza. You know, just Italian food in general. Um, all t- uh, all even Italian Even Americanized Italian food, you know. You just, you know, 
Fucking carbs, baby. They're great. Yeah. They're great. Well, on that note, folks. Are you not doing the questions anymore? You want to do some questions? I'll do some questions real quick. Just a couple questions. Okay. All right. Because I like the, I like the questions. All right. All right. Yeah, we we uh, cause like uh, my I've been like working with my producers, and we've been definitely been doing more of like general conversation pod. But like, uh, yeah, we can definitely hit some questions I, here. I just like answering questions. Okay. Okay. Um. All right. You, I'm gonna have you answer it, and then I'm gonna take a potty while you're answering it. Mm-hmm. Um. So feel free to take as long as you want on the answer. Mm-hmm. Um, but as you lay dying, which celebrity would you want to stroke your hair and why? You asked me this last time. I did? Yes. Oh. And it's Jack Black. Oh, yeah, that's right. Jack. He wants Jack Black. Okay. All right. So let's get another one. Let's get another one. Um, um, If you had to have sex with an animal, which one would it be? Ooh. Go ahead. Okay, you know, not to, you know, knock on bestiality or anything, uh, uh, but this is one of those weird things where it's so fucked up, I haven't really put any thought into it. Uh, but... I'm going to have to say, and not just because it's my favorite animal, but uh, the moose. Uh, they, they're they big. They're, they're powerful. Uh, uh, yet at the same time, you know, not... They're, they're not, like, you know, aggressive, you know. They can be if they have to be. Uh... Uh, but they're generally passive, though. I I guess you could label a moose as like a very powerful switch, um, and that's honestly what I'm looking for in a sexual relationship. Is you know a powerful uh, a powerful switch who can be assertive if they have to be. Uh, so I'm I'm gonna have to say it's a moose. It's the moose, for sure. Yeah. It's it's a moose. For the listeners, I just did podcast potty break. Good lord. Piss and shits. Piss and shits. You know how that shit goes. Literally. Um. So a moose that's a switch. So like it kind of varies from top to bottom. Um. Let me ask you this: first date with the moose, what role do you want him to play, or her? You know, I think that depends on the moose. Well, it's sort of like, see where it goes, you know. Perhaps, you know, in the moment, feel more assertive or not, you know? Okay. How do you feel about antler play? Um, yes. All right. Where we go? Just cuts to, like, a shot of, like, some antlers with, like, ropes of cum. I mean, talk about... Hashtag rope gang. You know, uh, although I I don't think the moose's antlers would exactly be great for penetration, um, but yeah, that's pretty cool. 
Yeah. Just like, just kind of like, like the way, like, I don't know, like, if you're like fucking somebody from. I'm a titty fuck the antlers. Oh, hell yeah. Well, the way I was thinking is like. Rita just looked at me like, good God. (laughs) Well, and being back from a potty break. Oh, baby. Baby. Okay, so let me to recap. To recap for the listeners here. So Moose, you want it to be a switch. It depends on the night. Uh, you know the the mood, the 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 setting, and everything like that. Um, and we could potentially rub our dick on the antlers to get it to bust. Now let me ask you this: Do you want the moose to come into your environment? Or you to go into the woods? Uh, I feel like the moose would prefer its own environment. Uh, but for the soft human, sex in nature can be somewhat difficult. And to anyone who might want to go and fuck in the woods, I recommend bringing a blanket. Um... Yeah. Or, like, at least a yoga mat. Um, yeah. Uh, so it's one of those things, like, I think, you know, one night at their house, one night at my house, you know, a little back and forth, you know. I see. Uh, just, you know, it's, like all relationships, it's built on, uh, you know, uh, both needs being met. For some reason, I kind of pi- picture this relationship kind of being like uh, Bert and Ernie from Sesame Street, where like you you would be Ernie and just be like, "Well, hi there, how are you?" And then like the the like moose would be kind of just, just like, yeah, sounds. yeah, just like, well, Ernie, I don't know, yeah, like just kind of. I think it'd be more like Rocky and Bullwinkle. <laughs> okay, okay, I could. That's partially because I'm small. I do. You know what? Front teeth. Well, I I appreciate that. And then, like, I like the aspect of you having like a Russian couple that's like kind of actively trying to take you out. (laughs) Like, you're just like, I just want to be with my man. (laughs) They're like, you cannot be with your man. No must reindeer. What's for you yet since we had smashed too much yet, Jimmy? Dude, Russian sounds so cool when like they're pissed off at you. Like it sounds so hard ass. <laughs> fucking great. Yeah. Like I, I love uh shout out to look at this Russian on Instagram and I just love it because it's just voyeuristic views into Russian daily life. And I just it makes me so fucking happy. Russian life. Voyeuristic. All right. One more question. Bring it, baby. All right. So I've asked this question to the ladies, a couple of the ladies. Oh, good one. Thanks. Good one. Hear that on the pod. So I've asked this question to a couple of the ladies on the pod that have popped on and... It's basically uh, Desert Island Dicks was for them. And it's basically if you were stuck on a desert island, who would you like want to be there so that you could have sex with them? Mm-hmm. You know, like so for you, it's, you know, 
for the dudes and like for women obviously it can be anything but it's basically desert island dicks for you like who would you man female anything in between who would you want to be on an island with you if you were stranded that way you guys could just bang it out for the rest of eternity and it could be one person a couple of people hmm like who's your all-time babes uh Rocketeer era Jennifer Connolly. Ooh. Ooh. Jesus Christ. Yeah. My man. My man went my man went with a very, very, very strong I first mean, pick. Like any era Jennifer Connolly, but like, damn. <laughs> is that is that late nineties? Or is that early nineties? Early nineties, yeah. Okay. It was early nineties because I think it, it was, was after G.I. It was Jane. The first it, I think it was like one of the first movies that uh, 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 Timothy Dalton did after James Bond. No shit. I think so. Really? Um, but also her character in that movie is great. Um, uh, uh, oh, yeah. She's such a babe, dude. Also, we watched uh, Ang Lee's Hulk uh, the other week. Uh, actually, we watched Angley's Hulk. I think when I got home from doing your podcast last time. Oh, uh, nice! Uh, which shout out to Angley's Hulk, underrated movie. Um, yeah, not not bad at all. Uh, let's see who who else might I pick? Um. Also, shout out to uh, Jennifer Connelly. Her film debut is Sergio Leone's Once Upon a Time in America. There you go. Talk about a big dick. Like, that's some real shit right there. Yeah. Fuck. Anyways, um, go ahead, sir. Uh, I'm trying to think who else I might throw in there. Because um, I haven't had sex with any of these people. And it's for some of them, it's kind of hard to gauge. Because like, I'm not even entirely sure what I'm into in the sack. And so I can't like really gauge this like I normally would. Like, uh, you know, based off of, you know, like, their, you know, what I expect their kinks and things to be. Um, yeah. Uh, and, and their dynamic in the sheets. Uh, so I'm just going based purely off like who are babes um uh uh so i'm gonna say like young alain delon um i don't know who that is those of you who don't know uh uh great famous french actor um uh note most notably uh was the star of uh jean-pierre melville's uh les samurai Okay. All time great film. Watch it. Uh, it's so flipping good. And if even if you're worried about watching a film that is in French, uh, I don't think the first line of dialogue uh, comes for like the first 10, 15 almost minutes. Like it is a very visual uh, uh, film. Uh, so, you know, Jennifer Connelly, Alain Delon. Um, uh, and, uh, I don't know who else is hot. Well, the, uh, the, the, the one last from, uh, I mean, I think who. you've got the, I've got, I think you've got a, the best of both worlds there. I mean, yeah. you got a nice handsome fella and a nice beautiful lady. Yeah. 
Those are, those are solid picks, you know. Yeah. Um, I've never answered this question on pods. Also the moose. Fuck it. That's fair. That's actually really <laughs> fair. Really fair. Bring the moose along. Um, for me, I've never answered this question on pod, but I will. Um, for me is... You know, I I, I want to say that like maybe I would connect with like my like bisexual side while I was on the island, but like then again, I don't know if I would because like if I if I am literally given the option to choose all of the people that come to my head first are women. Like I mean, yeah, women are just better. Yeah, well, yeah. So like like I'm thinking like uh shout out to women. Shout out to women. I'm thinking uh oh dog. Uh I can't remember which era what what year it was, but the the Bond film era of Olga Korleenko. Yep. Um that's a massive babe right there. Um total smoke show. Um I'm trying to remember which one that was. That's a good question. Because I'm a big James Bond fan. And she was a looker. I mean, she was hotter than a three-wick candle, bro. Yeah, let's, t- let's take a look here. Um, yeah, no, Olga Kurlienko. There you go. Yeah. Quantum of Solace. Quantum of Solace, okay. Um, so... Her, um, the, that cute short haired lady that like set all of the, like set the bar for like short haired lady in the sixties that hung out with Andy Warhol. Nico? Not Nico, but Nico would be hot. Fun fact, may have had a child with Alain Delon. I honestly. refuses to admit it. I wouldn't. But also his, here's the crazy thing. His mom then adopted that kid, so the kid that might be his kid is also legally his brother. What the fuck? Yeah. God damn. That's wild. No, I'm trying to think of what her name was. She... Uh, Bill. She hung out with Andy Warhol in the like sixties. She died in the sixties too. Hmm. Um, God, I cannot remember her name. Um, yeah, I can't think of her name, but she she's like as far as like the idea of like short-haired women, she just basically like set that bar yeah. and like that. Um I mean, shit. You really can't go wrong with And that's like totally my type too. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um also was was she a Chelsea girls? 
Who wasn't in Chelsea Girls? I know I was. Well, we keep seeing Nico a lot. My favorite thing about Nico is that she loves the Nazis. <laughs> it's like a serious thing that like Lou Reed talked about numerous times. Really? Yeah, like they would like be hanging out and then they would just kind of be like talking and she would just be like, "Well, but I mean, the Jews are kind of annoying, aren't they?" And they'd be like, what? And she'd be like, they're kind of annoying, right? I mean, that's just how they are. And he'd Jesus be like, Christ. The f- uh, uh, I'm going to go do fucking amphetamines because I'm high, but I don't like, I don't jive with this, basically. Yeah, no. <laughs> like, you over here dropping your equipment. You're all good, my man. You're all good. There it is. Oh, Edie, Edie Sedgwick. Sedgwick. Edie Sedgwick. Yeah. I mean, all-time babe. All-time babe. Um, but yeah, um, those would probably be my my two. I mean, I'll give I'll give her credit. She's not like she's not pretty now because I think she's just done coke for like twenty years. But uh, Paz de la Huerta, Paz de la Huerta, okay, yeah. she used to be a fucking looker back in the day dude like she used to be fucking gorgeous and now like i follow her on instagram and it's just it's bad it's bad she uh oh no well and and like she's you can tell the drugs have fucked her up like the other day she was like pretending that somebody else's child was hers on instagram and then like at the end of the day she's like oh yeah by the way that's not my baby i just found it and thought it'd be cool to take pics with it and you're like what the fuck <laughs> what i mean I, uh, okay <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> um but um on that note folks we're going to call it a night on another episode of Junkhead. Um, super glad to have you here, Max. I'm glad yeah. you came back. Um, I'm not. Oh, I had man. a terrible time. He fucking hated it. You bet your ass I'm coming back to do it again. <laughs> fucking. He's, he's going he's gonna to fucking do this podcast so hard. I'm going to do this podcast until I die. I'm, I'm going to fucking do this podcast. I'm going to fuck this podcast until my dick shaves off. <laughs> like, com- like... Not just shaves, but shaves off. Shaves off. That's that's lovely. All right. Well, on that note, folks, the dust settles. The trail appears. Ready for action and ready for us to walk down it again. Junkhead is out. Junkhead is out.